the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What did they say in that open? Prepare to be dazzled. Well, I guess by comparison, I'm going to play y'all Joe Biden clip. You know, I guess I should play a clip every night. And then by comparison, I'd be dazzling everybody, right? Oh, my. <laughs> Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me, as I am every night of the week. It truly is an honor. I know I say this every night, but, you know, I, I, I mean it, right? Y'all have so many places where you get your information as well as get to just options to spend your time. And it's truly an honor to have you guys with me and I appreciate you. You can uh, tune in, uh, give us a call live. You're tuning in right now. You can also call us live at 888-344-1170. Here's a question for you guys that I was going to put on Facebook today, but they won't let me post. Seems they didn't like a comment I made about the dude um, who had been arrested 40 times in New York and smeared some feces in a woman's face and then was released, you know, a few minutes later. I don't or I think he wasn't even arrested. They didn't like that comment. So I was going to post this question on Facebook earlier today. There's almost no coverage of the Patriot convoy. I expect that from the media. But I'm also not getting I'm not seeing a whole lot of comments from everybody out there in in conservative land in terms of the 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 effect of the convoy, the actions of the convoy or are are they taking steps? Are they are they do I don't how do you how do you how do you describe implementing a convoy? I mean, are they taking the right step, steps that are actually doing anything? Is the fact that it's so quiet, there's no noise about the convoy? Is it just because the media is not giving it coverage or did the convoy get started too late? The Canadian convoy sucked all the oxygen out of it. And then there was two, they announced in advance they were going to shut down the freeway. So that kind of took the, I'm curious what you guys think about it. Do you still support the convoy? Do you think there was a way they should have done it better? Do you think there's a way that they could maybe adjust it to get more out of it? Because I'm not really sure that circling DC is actually going to get uh, anything accomplished. And I think that it's, it's a massive display of people in in some ways that, you know, have a problem, but it's kind of like a tree falling in the forest. And one of the reasons why I'm asking this question, so I want to hear from you guys your thoughts, 888-344-1170. One of the reasons why I'm asking is because we're going to be talking about how to best use our efforts tonight in in, in, in some respects, at least in one segment tonight. And um, because I was talking previously and a few weeks ago with Brian Maloney, who will be on the show tonight, and we were talking about how to best use our efforts, that all these events that are happening across the country are great to line the pockets of the organizers and and for the speakers to get paid, but it's not really advancing anything. And really, we need to be using our time and our money to support efforts on the ground, because that's really where we're going to get results. And so if we're going to have these kind of rallies and these people's convoys and things like that, you know, we need to do it in a way that's going to use time and money and actually get a result. So I'm curious what you guys think. 888-344-1170. Long-winded question, but, you know, I'm curious what you guys think. You can also, 24 hours a day, we got our comment line. We're starting to get some comments from people. Some 
like one we got. We can't play on air, but we want to hear your comments. So you can call us on the comment line, 844-814-5227 as well. Okay, so Brian Maloney is coming up. We're streaming live right now on Facebook, by the way. Yeah, Facebook. You're not letting me comment as Andrea K, but I'm still on Facebook on the Answer San Diego Facebook page because you know what? We're smarter than you, Facebook. We got an end around, okay? So uh, feel free to share that Facebook live broadcast. Follow me on all the socials. Now I got to bring in my man. It's DJ Potato Skins. Yesterday, I met in this very room with DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Thank you, former Mr. President Reagan. Andrea, you know, the, the trucker convoy, it's, it's, it's great. But as you and I both said, I think a strike would have been uh, something that would have been more well-suited. But I think you're not hearing about it because the media wants nothing to do with this. They know the impact it had up in Canada, and they want zero impact down here. Absolutely. They don't want to bring any focus to the – first of all, they don't want any focus on COVID right now. None. They right? Want none. none. No, they they don't want to, and and that doesn't mean that they're not focused on COVID. They oh, don't. They don't so. want they just you. Want the Russian distraction. Well, right, because the reason why they don't want you focused on COVID right now is because they know that we're in endemic phase, and they, you know, they know that they they've got to. They, they know that they've worn you out with their mandates. They knew that they knew the convoy was coming. So in order to take the steam out of the convoy, they had to take the masks off at uh, the State of the Union address. They had to pretend and put on a pretext that they're giving you back your freedoms that they never had the right to take. And oh, by even the way, they weren't. even though they haven't get taken our freedom, haven't given our freedoms back uh, all across, not just to California, they have plans to implement uh, the shot mandate. So of course, they're not going to um, give any attention to the Patriots convoy. But I'm saying there's also still not a whole lot of, I'm seeing some on some conservative media outlets interviewing truckers and giving some attention to it, but I'm not seeing the American people. I'm not seeing my conservative friends tweeting about it all day long or on any of the socials. I'm seeing a little bit on Facebook, but that's really it. And so we've got to be, we are going into, one of the reasons why Ukraine is being pushed so much is that it's also uh, about a, a distraction from you know COVID, but and most importantly, nobody's talking primaries right now. We have the primary. It's not even just about the midterm elections in the fall. Right now, we have, we are approaching, if not already got early voting going on in primary elections. And the primaries are where so much is where some of the most important action needs to take place because it's who ends up on the ballot in November. It's not as much who we vote for in November and whether or not it's going to be a Republican who's going to take that seat and give the majority to the Republicans. We got to make sure we got a MAGA. We got to make sure we've got an America first Republican and that takes place at the primaries and so I love the Patriots convoy I love that they're I mean they're paying they're burning six dollars a gallon of gas roaming around DC I love them I'm all for that we need to be supporting them we need to keep them going but we can't be distracted from we've we've got to that has to be one area that we support they're on the ground they're doing their thing we've got to help them with that in any way that we can keep the focus there and we've got to be focused on efforts on the ground that we can make right supporting candidates running for office go out there be voluntary door knocking offering to work at the polls right and then we've also got to be we've also got to be you know reconsidering i've got a story coming up for you guys after the break with brian maloney we've got to give serious consideration and serious search before we put our time and our money behind anybody who claims to be a conservative in this country the head 
of the conservative movement in this country has been busted, taken almost $200,000 from dark money and from George Soros. Y'all might be surprised to hear who it is, and and maybe you won't. Um, I'm going to quickly go to the phones before I take a break and bring in Brian Maloney, because I don't like to take calls when I got guests on. We've got uh, Troy from El Cajon. Um, has a comment um, about the the truckers. Hey, Troy from El Cajon, how are you? Pretty good. How you doing? Uh, first question: Do you know of a site that uh, takes donations for the truckers? I would imagine there's a Give Send Go would would be. Uh, I'm not from EC, and you know what? Doesn't that prove my point, Troy? Thank you for asking. Nobody even nobody's even pushing out where to, go to donate for the truckers. So I'm gonna we're, I'm gonna have potato skins Google that and we'll we'll provide that information um, for the listeners. Um, any other comments? Well, the big yeah, two of them. The big point on that is it's going to accomplish two things if people start giving money if they know where to give it. First of all, it's the entire trucker thing was designed for freedom with the mass and everything, but now with the whole uh, oil part of this just exploding. If we can give them, uh, the truckers, enough money to support them, just like Joe Biden said, with the oil, it's going to be up, it's going to be painful, but once that happens, you know, things will get better. Well, the truckers, if they decide, if they have enough money to hold out and the whole trucking industry slows down, the whole supply issue slows down, you'll see them on TV real fast. Real fast. Yeah, I think that I think that, you know, a lot of people are saying they should have gone on strike. Well, this is kind of a strike, you know, if because if they're roaming around D.C., they ain't delivering supplies. Right. Skins, you got an update for us? I do. If people just go to the people's dot org, the people's dot org, you can directly donate right there. There you go. All right. Well, how much you paying a gallon of gas out in El Cajon? Uh, right now, it's, it's getting pretty close to about six bucks a gallon. It is. One other point on that real fast. On Biden's speech, when he talked about everything else, everybody's missed one thing he said. He said we are still an overall net exporter of energy. (laughs) If we're a net exporter of energy, why are we paying the prices we're paying? I heard that, too. Yeah, and not only that, Troy, I'm glad you brought this up, because, and I get that speech, I I think you're referring to the State of the Union. Um, I I don't know Uh, if you... uh, No, it was just the one he made at 1045 today. Oh, that was at 1045 today. I didn't hear that clip. I heard this clip. Uh, uh, Skins has one to play for us. Look, let me be clear about uh, two other points. First, It's simply not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic energy production. That's simply not true. Even amid the pandemic, companies in the United States pumped more oil during my first year in office than they did during my predecessor's first year. We're approaching a record levels of oil and gas production in the United States, and we're on track to set a record oil production next year. In the United States, 90 percent of onshore oil production takes place on land that isn't owned by the federal government. And of the remaining 10% that occurs on federal land, the oil and gas industry has millions of acres leased 
They have 9,000 permits. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, I got to stop that right there because, you know, that that's the kind of gaslighting that might work on the average American, okay? That's actually not the clip that I, that I, that I thought it was playing. Well, it, it, no, it's a yeah, partial clip. The clip was today at, at 10.45. Right, right. I can't believe it when he said it. Right, yeah. Um, he, the, he's based, the, that was basically him reading off a prompter, kind of supporting what you're saying, which is the notion that we are exporting so much, right? And, you know, it's, it's lies. Yeah. It's absolute lies. And we, there's, it, well, it, here's the point. If he's if we're exporting it, why aren't we keeping it for ourselves to keep our own costs down? Right. And so ultimately, and you're right, that's a great point. It also, it, it, and also, if we were the number one exporter, why are we going to Venezuela to ask them? Yes. Why did it, to ask them for oil, which, by the way, they get a lot of their oil from and Russia, which, by the way, they announced today, this speech was about uh, saying that they were going to ban Russian imports. But so why would we be why would we be importing all this Russia oil if we were if we were exporting? We wouldn't need to do that. Right. So that's that blows exactly. that out of the water. We wouldn't need to be going to Venezuela. We wouldn't. Which and by the way, they get since I don't know how much of their oil they get and gas they get from Russia. But if we go and get ve- from Venezuela, we're still getting it from Russia, right? We wouldn't be going to Saudi Arabia for it. But, but, the, exactly. but, but why was, what's her name? Uh, Pelosi saying, go to Iran of all places. Well, right. And, you know, I believe that they are going to get it from uh, everywhere around the world, but us, and they, this is the kind of stuff that the average American, uh, a Democrat might believe because they want to believe these are the same people that, that believe that you can yeah. pick your gender and that a man who cuts off his winky yeah. and calls himself Sally is now a woman. We're going to talk about that in the next segment on International Women's Day. Um, the, uh, the, and, and there's very few even Democrats that are going to believe this nonsense. And so if, if any of that was true, we would not have now, let alone at the beginning of May, when gas prices started going up, if we were exporting so much. So this doesn't pass the smell exactly. test at all, Troy. But I thank you for calling in and, and, and uh, giving some great points on that. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right, now we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break and we come back. We're going to be talking International Women's Day and a scandal around that surrounding one of the leaders, if not the considered leader of the conservative movement. Stay tuned. The Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is International Women's Day, and I can't think of a better way to celebrate it than bringing on this caller, Jules, from San Diego. Hey, Jules, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, good evening, uh, Andrea. So uh, glad to speak with you, and thank you for all that you do. One of the reasons I read on Breitbart was they were concerned about being treated like the January 6th Patriots. Mm -hmm. They did not want to park their rigs in front of Nancy Pelosi's office because of the treatment of these poor individuals that are still currently sitting in prison. And uh, that's all I wanted to add is that there's a real concern that they may have been treated that way in D.C. Well, I think that's an excellent point. And I do know that uh, Senators Ron Johnson and Ted Cruz met with the D.C. truckers today. They're the only two to do so. There's no excuse why the entire Republican Party and from the Senate and the House uh, did not meet with the, with the D.C. convoy today and have a press conference and um, have it aired nationally. And they were, they're wise. It actually makes sense that that 
would be why they're they're circling D.C. instead of parking, because that's exactly what would happen. They would be infiltrated to give an excuse for Merrick Garland's Department of Justice and Christopher Ray's FBI to be throwing them in uh, the the D.C. gulag without bail and being held uh, in perpetuity. And so I think it was a wise move. And thank you, Jules, for bringing that to our attention. I appreciate You're it. Welcome. Thanks, hon. Have a good night. All right. I'm going to bring in my buddy, Brian Maloney, and uh, and get his, his take on this. Uh, hello, my dear friend. Hey, hey. So uh, before the break at the open of the show, quickly, I don't want to spend too much time on, on the, the truckers because I've got you on to talk about other items as well. But I was just, uh, you know, open to the show asking, you know, the listeners to call in, you know, to share their views on why um, the, the, the convoy hasn't really had as much traction, to use a, a trucker term, uh, had as much traction as the Canadian convoy. Did they maybe play it out? Did they wait too long to play it out? Did they do it in, in, ineffectively? Why, why isn't it getting as much noise? Your thoughts? Well, I think because their timing was horrible. I mean, it's not their fault. And I'm not going to say anything is anyone's fault, except that it should have come right on the heels of what was going on in Canada. So, I mean, they should have had the American one going, you know, before it was all busted up in Ottawa. So it was a timing thing. Uh, but, it, you know, at the same time, it's because people are worried about World War Three. I mean, yeah, people yeah. are looking at the world and they're they're saying, do I have enough? you know, food stocked up uh, for whatever's coming next. We're all just bracing. We're going from one crisis to the next, and we don't know what the world's going to look like in a week. So I think what happened was the truckers just got lost by the wayside. But what you've pointed out correctly is that the GOP, once again, has proven to be complete cowards. I mean, how hard would it be to meet with these truck drivers since when are truck drivers politically radioactive. I mean, this is the backbone of America. Right. Absolutely. There's just no excuse. Uh, and uh, Senator Cruz, uh, you know, had, was uh, there was some tweets coming out from him today, but, um, you know, talking about uh, how on an airplane that uh, the captains and the flight attendants come up to him and hug him and say, thank you for fighting for us. And so, you know, um, there uh, the the. Republican Party allows the left to marginalize the majority of this country. The majority of us never wanted these mandates, whether it's mass mandates, shot mandates, every aspect, MAGA and every uh, issue that's at play, whether it's the border, whether it's CRT, whether it's LBGTQ, we're going to talk about it in a minute, whether it's the economy um, and, you know, um, and f- climate change and all of that, uh, you know, it, the MAGA Americans, we're in the majority. And, and but we just don't have we don't have um, our elected officials are allowing the Democrats to marginalize us and allow the, the minority to seek greater control over this country. And one of the reasons why I reached out to have a you on tonight is I think the perfect example was played out today on Twitter um, with Matt Schlapp, who's the head of the American Conservative Union. Isn't that the name of his group, right? Yeah. These ACU. him ACU. Him and his wife, Mercedes Schlapp, run the CPAC that started decades ago. They have been considered now for a long time to be the, the head of the spear when it comes to the conservative movement. Brian and I have been saying for a while that, we, that these events have gotten to where, not just CPAC, but all these events 
Democrats have gotten where they're nothing. They don't do anything to advance conservatism. They just advance the pocketbooks of the people in charge and enter Matt Schlapp. Let me give everybody the background, Brian, if they hadn't heard the story. So um, Matt Schlapp tweets out this. No matter what one thinks of Leah's ability to swim with women, her story deserves our compassion. It will be interesting to hear Leah's point of view in 30 years. And he tweets out an article of New York Post with the title, Transgender Swimmer Leah Thomas Pushes Back Against Critics. And of course, conservatives like Trump's attorney, Jenna Ellis, and others were like, you got to be kidding me, man. Um, you know, uh, her, first of all, her it's a he and why would his story deserve our compassion brian maloney well and the the bottom line is this isn't even about ideology just from the matt slap perspective what you pointed out a couple minutes ago is that everybody is just being bought and paid for now uh and and that's why we really don't have a conservative movement anymore because these washington creatures who claim to be conservatives and run these nonprofits and think tanks and whatever are just singing the tune of whoever's writing the checks. Uh, and in this case, and the story is at the postmillennial.com, postmillennial.com, uh, Matt Schlapp was given, uh, and this is incredible. And so he's tweeting this because he's been paid to do it. Essentially. Um, he got a hundred and, and I think this connects the dots. He received $183,000, 183250 so $183,000 from a far left-wing group called the New Venture Fund, which normally only in, in the experience of what we've seen in the past, a nonprofit really only gives money to left-wing groups. So what are they doing giving money to Matt Schlapp, the American Conservative Union? And this is something we've been you know, buzzing about privately for years because you know, we've seen some people show up at CPAC events that were really strange. You know, a few years ago, there was a big flap over Google hosting a party for conservatives. That uh, was a private party. You know, what are they doing there? Facebook was sneaking around a couple of years. It's like, okay, what's going on here? So everything is just a big grift uh, in Washington now. And that's what's going on here. He gets right. 130, I'm sorry, 183 grand. Yeah, 183 and grand. out left-wing stuff. Right. And and he's got it reported on his uh, schedule uh, form 990 on taxes. And the purpose is, quote, civil rights, social action, advocacy. So because they got a check, they wrote him a check for $183,000, he's now advocating the transgender movement. So right. here we. And so he it didn't. It wasn't on his nine ninety tax form. It was on there. So well, somebody investigated the left wing groups nine ninety and saw this glaring, bizarre one hundred eighty three thousand dollar. You know, buried in page after page. So nine ninety. Right. Is what yeah, you're you're right. It was filed. on New Venture Funds nine ninety. Yeah, New Venture Fund. They file one of these every year yeah, with the IRS. Right. Every nonprofit has to. Let and me tell everybody real quick. Spending the money. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. everybody real quick a little bit more about the New Venture Fund. Its president, this is according to uh, the National Pulse, Raheem Kassam. Uh, its president, Lee Bodner, is a former managing director of Arabella Advisors. Um, which, according to Atlantic Magazine, is described as massive progressive dark money group, which has targeted Donald Trump, his administration officials, as well as issuing over a billion dollars a year to left-wing groups and astroturfed political operations. Um, he is described as building strategic partnerships with nonprofits, including the Clinton Foundation. In addition, 
Uh, Arabella's network plays host. Uh, this is according to Hayden Ludwig from the Capital Research Center, plays host to highly influential groups on the left, including the Democracy Alliance, which is a network of donors co-founded by billionaire George Soros. And of course, and in addition to this, according to uh, Raheem Kassam, um, Matt Schlapp had had on the ACU, the American Conservative Union had a, a letter that had been sent to the National Collegiate Athletic Association criticizing them for their pro-transgender sports position. And I guess once the check cleared um, from uh, this dark money far-left group for social advocacy, they no longer are against transgenderism. And, yeah. you know, and they took the letter off of their website. They, they erased yeah. the letter. Uh, but it's but it was found because it's on the Wayback Machine, and so somebody pulled it off of there. It's still still over there on the archive, but but it's not on uh, CPAC's website anymore. Right, and 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 it's important on International Women's Day to be thinking what the Democrats have done to girls and women in this country. Even it, take the transgenderism out for this person, Leah, because this person, Leah, if he wanted. To change his name to, well, I don't even know what his name was, James. If he wanted to change his name to Leah, I don't care. He could still be competing against men. No, this person is so narcissistic, and that's what's going on with this part of part of the aspect of this mental um, health disorder that's going on, is the narcissistic personality disorder and the antisocial personality disorder element. The, there is, I cannot and refuse to offer any compassion to anybody who would be so narcissistic as to destroy the lives of girls who have dedicated their entire lives to their athletic pursuits, in pursuit of scholarships, in pursuit of careers, to have it destroyed because of his narcissism and and on top of that the narcissism of these republican establishments who uh, hacks who know brian maloney that this is a part of the left's cultural marxist movement to destroy this country and they're destroying lives of children and girls in the process i've got a story to come up later i don't know if you've heard about it heritage foundation actually had a, 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 um, a, um, a meeting if you will a roundtable, a discussion about the transgender push going on in our schools today. I mean, there's suicides right and left. They're mutilating children's bodies. And Matt Schlapp, who's supposed to be the head of the conservative movement in this country, decides to back this crap because he got a check for 183 grand. You know what, Matt Schlapp? Brian Maloney, if I'm going to sell my soul... It ain't going to be for 183 grand. Uh, it's got to be for a lot more money than that. Come on, Matt. I mean, come on. But it just shows how the interconnection of all the crooked people, it is a uniparty in Washington. It really is. And the checks flow from one way to the other. Uh, and, and we're all just being had. We're being taken for a ride. Yeah, absolutely. And this is why, and, and in fact, you know, um, uh, I don't know if I should tell people this, but I had to decide one morning, was I going to go to CPAC and do my show? And I had to tell Salem whether or not they were going to, you know, get things set up for me tech wise. And I texted Brian, do I go to CPAC? What, you know, what am I doing here? And so this is, this is a legit concern that Brian and I have had. We're not just telling a story here and trying to rile y'all up. I mean, I used to go every year. I mean, it's just disgusting. And by the way, when anybody called out Schlapp on Twitter today, like Janet Ellis, uh, he just threw back, oh, that's because we didn't ask you to speak this year. So you're just, you know, angry with us. So that's what he throws at people. Oh, you're just not important enough to be, you know, featured at CPAC. So that's what your real complaint is. It's not about the 183 grand I took, you know, from the other side. Right. Uh, I want to know why 
why on the left there isn't a fury about this check going to Matt Schlapp. I mean, I want to know why they aren't up in arms about, they ought to be screaming about, you know, so what's going on here? This is really super shady. Even I, you know, I've seen a lot of shady in Washington. This is actually, this tops the charts in a lot of ways. Uh, You know what? I think it's perfect for the left because now he's exposed and he's losing support from Republicans at a time in which they're trying to sell tickets for the the new CPAC Texas. It used to be once a year. Now they're, now they're, oh, he's got, he's gone worldwide, right? I don't even know if you know about that. Um, So I think the left is loving this because they've got, they look at the division that they've sown now with this check, you know, paying themselves a lot of money. Matt and Mercedes Schott pay themselves a ton of money. If you look at the ACU's 990 forms, and I have, I mean, they, they make a mint doing this. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it got her and it got her an entrance into the communications department in the Trump White House. Yep. Um, in spite of the fact that I'm just going to say this, she is the least talented person. I have to change the channel when Newsmax has her co-hosting with Spicer because the woman can barely form a sentence. So um, it just goes to so it's a, it just which just proves to me the pay for play situation that's gone on. This is CPAC's a pay for play. You and I were talking about it when you've got Ron DeSantis reduced to a Thursday afternoon spot and Tulsi Gabbard speaking at the Ronald Reagan dinner. Uh, yeah, CPAC, we got a problem. Over this, and there was hardly any discussion about it from anybody. It was bizarre. It's like people have just given up or something. I don't get it. Well, there's too many people in media, too many people that take the stage. According to Raheem Kassam, it's become a big pay-for-play scheme down there. A lot of your key speakers are people that have wrote fat checks to the schlaps. Oh, it's been that way for a while. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, you know, um, I was down there hanging out with Sidney Powell one year when she was she was getting into a nasty fight with Schlapp in the middle of CPAC sitting next to me because he didn't have her speak. And, you know, here was Sidney Powell. She had written this book that Rush Limbaugh and everybody was talking about, you know, about the FBI and the DOJ. And it's called License to Lie. And, you know, this was before the election stuff. This, you know, that that went down recently. And, you know, and it it was just it's been clear for a while that that CPAC and, and more most importantly the ACU is not who they um, uh, pretend to be and and it's no. and, and we need to be and the reason why this is so important is because the, the these and Matt Schlapp now and, and Mercedes, they're the beginnings. Now we've got all these, there's all these other people now doing these national tours of events and got all these conservatives paying money to go and sit in these auditoriums while these speakers who were getting paid off the backs of these, these good conservatives. Uh, it's, it's a racket. It's a racket going on in this country. Meanwhile, we're in primary season. We've got midterms coming up and the, yeah. the most important thing going into the midterms is the primaries. We're going to take a break. We come back. And, yeah. We're going to talk to Brian Maloney about about the primaries and um, we've got more and I'd love to hear from you 888-344-1170 Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea K spelled K-A-Y-E and connect with her on ourfreenation.org Andrea K the donut queen of San Diego it's the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing my discussion with Brian Maloney from Red Wave America. We're going to be talking in a moment about primaries, which are happening right now. They don't want you focused on that. 
and they are hoping that the 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 one party rule and the those in the establishment are hoping that you're not going to be focused on primary elections and you're just going to let those rhinos uh, slip right back into their spots and and here's a, here's an example of why it matters. Alan West was on TV the other day and he said, "No, we're not securing our elections in Texas." He said the state legislature passed an election integrity bill that actually reduced the penalties for illegal voting from a felony to a misdemeanor. A state appeals court ruled that the state AG could not unilaterally prosecute election law issues, which leaves it to local DAs and the urban areas are all like Soros paid far leftists, right? Um, There was an audit by the Secretary of State in December that found that nearly 12,000 suspected foreigners were in the state voter rolls. He went on to say, we have a Republican-controlled legislature, of course. The governor and the uh, lieutenant governor are Republican, but yet we've downgraded voter fraud in the state of Texas by law from being a felony offense to a misdemeanor offense. Uh, This is just a a, a, a little excerpt of his comments. Well, it's Republican for now, then. Well, and and this is supposed to be that red state of Texas. Your response, Brian Maloney. Yeah, well, and it's just in time for Beto, you know, to to run for governor. So, I mean, the whole thing, it's it's unbelievable. But, you know, and this is I I think I told you I wrote an op ed essay a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, a lot of my essays get published, and I couldn't get this one published. Nobody would take it. Uh, and it was basically, hey, conservatives, why do you keep getting distracted by shiny objects rather than focusing on the elections ahead? And I couldn't get through to anybody on this topic. The editors that normally take my pieces, they're like, eh, I don't know about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it, it was you know, we had like a month of tweeting about Joe Rogan and, you know, that it was a month about Elon Musk and it's this and that and the other. It's just like, stop paying so much attention to these people who aren't conservatives and start paying attention to elections that are coming up. Like you said, primary elections. Oh, well, how come the liberal or the establishment Republican won, you know, their primary again? Oh, because we didn't pay attention to the conservative challenger that they had because right. we were tweeting about Joe Rogan or or some other stupid thing. And that's the problem. I don't know what the problem is with focus, but I mean, it's... I don't know what's going on out there right now. It's really strange stuff. Well, I think it's I think it reflects the history of the fact that, you know, conservatives in general are not community activists. You know, we're not typically raised to be like to be a Barack Obama. Right. But the left, you know, particularly in our schools now and and everywhere. I mean, you know, for decades now, they have been. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you know, 365. I can remember talking to Ron Nearing on my show back when I was on a, a once a week years ago. And he used to be on my show regularly. He was the head of the Republican Party for San Diego County. And then I think chairman emeritus for the state. And I can remember, I don't even remember what year it was. And it, it was two, it was like two years or two and a half years before the presidential election. And I'm like, we need to be, we need to be solidifying what our platform is about. What are we about? And we need to be hammering that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And he's like, well, we, you know, that, that's, you know, we, that's for the election year. It's not an election year in year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's the thing. When I first started out in politics, and I, you know, I grew up in a left-wing radical town, so I understand the way the left works and, and the way they are. They eat, breathe, and sleep left-wing activism. Conservatives do not. And I went to Washington. I was working with conservatives there who'd been raised in 
places in the South or whatever where there aren't any liberals. They've never been around a liberal in their life until maybe they bumped into one in D.C. Uh, and and so, that you know, they hadn't ever been around that. you got to grow up on the coast of California, I think, or something to really understand how the left operates. And I would try to talk to these people uh, and they, they would just draw a blank. They, to them, they didn't understand, well, what's the problem? Uh, and what I would always hear is just ignore the left, they'll go away. Right. Uh, and they, I used to hear that all the time. And even at events, I'd be, you know, at events for this think tank I was a part of for years and we'd have fundraiser people coming around the country to say, what do you work up about the left for? Just yeah. don't pay attention to them. They'll go away. Right. And, and meanwhile, they go away. no, they not only were they not going away, but the, the, what we're, what we've going on now is not new. And it's, has it gotten to, uh, has it gotten to, um, dire? We are in, an, this country is in an emergency. If this country were in the, I were, were in the emergency room, they'd be strapping defibrillators on our chest and be trying to, you know, bring us back to yeah. life. That's where this country is. And, but we didn't get that sick. We didn't end up in the emergency room overnight. It started decades ago and the left was pushing for, I actually, there was a book written by Brenda J. Elliott and Aaron Klein years ago called Red Army and which she detailed and with Aaron Klein, that f- going back, the the uh, the communist in the Democrat Party that have been documented for years, they have been pushing for this and pushing for this and pushing for this for decades and the Republican Party didn't care and it's because once they got to D.C. and they got on the dole and they got pensions coming for life you know they're set and then the average american's been trusting conservatives been trusting the media trusting that these news outlets were really giving them the news trusting that the the republicans oh because we're in the minority you just got to give us the majority and other than tucker on fox the rest of it is all establishment drivel now the whole darn schedule up and down except for one hour yeah the big beef Uh, on fox right now yeah excuse me for interrupting the big beef on fox right now supposedly i guess is laurie ingram and her cbd having some fight when did that happen with martha mccallum like i care Uh, yeah i mean this stuff just becomes ridiculous and but the bottom line is you know we've got a country the world falling apart I mean, you know, we've got a president who is a joke. The Saudis and the United Arab Emirates refused to take his phone calls about Ukraine this week. This headline coming out tonight. I mean, they're laughing at him. And Republicans aren't even, they barely can muster a complaint about what's going on in the White House in Washington. They can, like you said, they're, they're all set with their pensions and their salary or whatever. The money's flowing, so they don't want to stir up too much. You right. know, it's an election year. Right. I had Congress, I have Congressman Andy Biggs on regularly. He's the only one I invite on. And he was telling me last week when he was on with this January 6th, um, that he can't even get the Republicans in the Freedom Caucus to pay attention to the January 6th political prisoners. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, and you've got one of them being, uh, one of the protesters being sent away for whatever, six years or whatever, because he sat in Pelosi's chair, you know? I mean, come on. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous, but yeah, and the, that's why the Republicans are nowhere near the truckers when they're riding around the Beltway, because they're afraid, oh, look, insurrectionists are back or whatever. You know, they're, they fear the left narrative. They're afraid to take it on, and there's no incentive for them to do so. And we're focused on the shiny objects out right. there. We're 
at fault, ultimately. We are. And what we, they need to be fearing us. And so here's our call to action because, you know, we've, we've laid it all out. We've complained enough, Brian Maloney. Now we got to get people to understand that they need to go and do something about it. You need to right now. I don't care if you think you've got a chance to win. There are still over 200 seats in San Diego County with Democrats running unopposed. You go throw your name on out, out there. You, yep. it, it, if you force those Democrats to get that seat and to spend the money to, for each and every election, right? And then if, and then you go, you find somebody to go run for office. And if you know anybody running for office, you go and knock on doors and you help volunteer. You go and find out how you can work a poll, right? And you go work the polling stations. It's time to stop being lazy and complain, right? We all know it's only going to get worse under Joe Biden. Something's got to be done and we've got to get conservatives in at every level of government. You can't just sit back and complain anymore. Mitch McConnell is still there because we haven't done enough to get him out. Wrap and us we, up. And you could win. They could win any of yes. 200 seats or positions that are open. I mean, you stick your name on there and I do hope you'll campaign, but I mean, you've got a shot. At, you've never had a better chance than this year. Brian Maloney, thank you for being here and all you, you do. Bet. You're a true conservative, not like Matchlap. Appreciate it. All right. Now stay tuned. We got more coming up. Don't go away. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. AK, dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Quickly uh, wrapping up uh, my comments before the break with Brian Maloney involving running for election. Um, I, I want to wrap up on that as well as just getting out out to vote. I want to tell you guys that here in San Diego County, what they have done in, in, in the form of put together uh, uh, the machine that they've put together to overcome all the methods of shenanigans that the Democrats have in place is amazing. What they have done here allowed a Republican to go into a, a district here that was plus 10, per, 10 plus 18 points Democrat and win if there was ever a time for you to run for office and win it's now the the um we have all the issues in our favor everybody understands we uh what's at stake here in this country the opportunity is now and the machine is in place for you to do so i'm going to quickly go to the phones russ uh, from san diego is on the line he's got a comment to make hey russ oh hey i was just agreeing uh with uh, your your call with uh, mr malone earlier and uh it, i mean to me the, the fear is real like uh, there was, what were the consequences for the IRS attacking, you know, Patriot, you know, con- contributors? Good point. It's, and so it's just like they're always going to use this uh, legal system, and then the and then the media on top of it. They have the whole system, so it's like we really need to start attacking the establishment. I, think- I know it's our side, you know, quote unquote, but like Fox News and. Uh, Mitch McConnell, you know, it's maybe we start questioning him a little more upfront, you know. Right. Well, we need to, we need to be questioning them. We need to be demanding more from them, and we need to be pushing out. Quite frankly, we need to be getting rid of the Mitch McConnells. We need to be primarying them. We need to be supporting. We need to be questioning hard everybody running for office and asking them some really hard questions and demanding the right answers from them. And then we need to be holding people accountable. Mitch McConnell and those uh, the types of establishment people need to go. When it comes to the media, I I have not watched Fox News in a really 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 long time. 
time. Tucker is not a reason to watch Fox. Everybody needs to take their eyes off of Fox and start supporting conservative new media. And that includes um, Real America's Voice, um, which is um, not just friends of mine, but they've got great. That's where the war room pandemic is with Steve Bannon, right? Uh, the first has conservatives on there. Uh, One American News, who's lost their carriage because because they were so um, straight up conservative and telling the truth. We need to be supporting those outlets and turning away from Fox because you're right. Because the media being in bed with them has just you know has has put us in a, in a jam and in a bind. Thank you for calling in, Russ. Great points to all Thank my callers. You. Tonight. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks to Brian Maloney. Thank you, Skins. We'll see you all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. And you know what? Look up and pray hard. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.